You Need a Drink is your podcast if you enjoy conversations and stories about why people need a drink and how you may cause others to drink. I'm Cole Nelson. And I'm Alita Black. We're just two working moms trying to make the world a better place one human at a time. So grab your favorite drink, people. And follow along with the chaos. I was, I spent some time on the Google last night. (laughs) On the Google? (laughs) We're old. We are. (laughs) The Google. (laughs) I'm going to steal that. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Do it. Then then it'll become a young thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll be young again. I'll integrate it into my world. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Bring it back. Yeah. We're going to come on. You're just going to need to bring it back. (laughs) All right, welcome back, everybody, to Do You Need a Drink? I am Alita. And I'm Cole. And we're so glad that you are still hanging in there with us, trying to be better people and Mm -hmm. just trying to make life easier for everybody else. Yep, one day at a time. Yeah, yeah. So it feels nice to be back in the... Smells like pizza in here. Does it? Yeah. (laughs) Do you think it's my tea? (laughs) No, I don't know. No, smell my tea. It's like... Iced tea, but I'm drinking mm, it hot. No, and no? I guess this chair. Oh. <laughs> We've never had pizza in here, and I just realized I didn't shut our curtain. Do you uh, think it needs to be shut? Okay, okay. Sorry, Kyle. Um, okay, so yeah. we're super excited for our guest today. Yes. Um, we coming from high in the sky yeah, <laughs> for sure, literally. Yeah, because she was traveling yesterday. Yeah, last you, night. So, mm-hmm. so Tuscany. Right? Yeah. 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 Hi. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Thank you it's for nice being here. here. Yes. Thank My you. first podcast ever. Yay. So. <laughs> Welcome. Very exciting. <laughs> so you literally, so so Tuscany is a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you literally got home last night. Like you. Yeah. And I actually fly out today at like 4 p.m. Yep. Oh, wow. So. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Is that normal? Busy week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's pretty normal. It just depends on what day like right now I'm in a span of like working six days in a row um but then I'll have a couple days off so it just kind of depends on the month awesome I would love to work like seven days and just be back to back and then just take four or five days off like yeah, it's and then your cool. clients are like, uh, yeah. "Cool, no, hello." I'm, I was, I was pretending to be a flight attendant. There. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not as a realtor. No. Got it. Okay, <laughs> okay, good to know. Yep, you can't take days off. No, no. so no. yeah, it's really great. It's flexible um, in a sense that, like, you can pretty much get the days off that you want. Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, the only thing that does bother me sometimes is like not being able to match my schedule up with Cody's, my sure. fiance. So, yep. um, yeah, he's pretty much off on the weekends, and I am working all, all sorts time. of random days. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about, like, how you how you even became a flight attendant, both in the sense of how you wanted to become a flight attendant and how you actually physically became, like, what you had to do to become a flight attendant. Yeah, so I um, – uh, but before it all started, I had just gotten out of college, and I did, a, like, a road trip from Washington State, which is where I'm from, down to Tucson to live with my grandma, because I thought I wanted to go be an occupational therapist. And then I realized I was really good at that, like, field, but I, I just didn't really have a passion for it. Mm. And I more wanted to go into, like, some kind of behavioral analysis or something with like people for sure right and then my grandma's friend's friend or something was telling me about delta was hiring 
And I just kind of applied on a whim. And I had like eight jobs that year. And I had to do taxes, I think file taxes in like three states. (laughs) So I was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And I'm just going to go for it because occupational therapy doesn't really sound very, you know, school. More schools after four years of college doesn't really sound like super enticing. Yeah. So I just kind of like, I mean, the interview process was pretty intensive. Mm -hmm. Every month I heard back. So I had to wait like a whole month in between each interview process. And there was like four stages. Um, So we went through like a whole uh, questionnaire, I think kind of just to assess your mental state. Just mm-hmm. make sure you're like normal. And uh, <laughs> what is normal? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, um, or uh, if you could handle sure. the kinds of things, I guess that flight yeah. attendants go through. People, totally. Yeah, um, <laughs> the general public, humans. Right. Yeah. So um, then we went through like you had to. You were asked an interview question, and then you had to record yourself over. It wasn't really like a Skype interview, but it was like you recorded yourself and then submitted the video hmm. answers. And then, um, again, wait another month and then do an actual Skype interview. So it was kind of like a lot of anxiety. You kind of had to just like play this waiting, waiting game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I got in, invited to do like a face-to-face interview after that. And you kind of go through like three sections. While you're at the actual interview, you do like a more one-on-one sit-down interview type thing. Then they did, um, you had to like set up a cart, which is, we work with carts, you know, on the right. plane. Oh, um, yeah, makes sense. Like, you're like, like a yeah. shopping cart. What's a cart? Like a, cart? <laughs> a cart while you're shopping online. I can see the confusion on your face. And, uh, yeah, oh so gosh. like with the soda drawer and the snacks yeah, sure. and like, how would you set this up? But then you were put in a team, so I think it was kind of to show how you worked in a group sure. and yeah. like if you could take lead versus like, you know, hang back a little and mm-hmm. kind of work both Series sides. Fit. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was like the whole interview process. But then we went through eight weeks of training. Wow. And we learned anywhere from like customer service, which we actually used the most, but touched on the least in training because our ultimate goal is to save your life. Safety. Yes. Right. Yes. I would assume yeah. most of it's safety. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we like. Which I think a lot of people either don't realize, forget, or don't like pretend like that's not a thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, they think that you're there to serve them. Right. And whatever they need is what they're going to get. You know, like yes. we're there ultimately to save your life. Yeah. So right. I think that's like yeah. a common misconception. The drinks yeah. are just on, uh, icing on the cake. Right. Yeah. Right. The yes. yes. You'll get your drink. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> but first we got to make sure everybody has their seatbelt on. Yeah. 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 All the safety checks for yep. sure. Yeah. So we went through medical training mm-hmm. and CPR, CPR and Oh, let's see. We did, um, we call them EMVs, and I'm not sure exactly what that stands for, but we got into, like, a group and did, uh, like, a real-life scenario of something that could possibly happen, and they kind of, again, saw how you worked as a group and a team, like, how you, we call them, um, I can't even think of what they're called now. (laughs) They're, like, 
like team management skills kind sure. of. Yeah. Yeah. And so anywhere from communication to situational awareness and mm-hmm. So what was what was your situation or one of your situations? Oh, so there's there's tons that you you go through, but um they choose four people at a time. Okay. So there is on a plane, you have to have what's called minimum crew. And so that's like for every 50 passengers, you have to have one flight attendant. Okay. Um in case anything goes wrong, you are in charge of that many people. You Which know. kind of seems wow. like a lot. Yeah. That seem like a I know. Lot. It's more than like a I'm teacher like in a yes. class. Right? Yes. Well, I'm like, how many people right. are on a plane? I don't yeah, want you're to be responsible. responsible for 50 people uh-huh. like in general. I yeah. That alone. So like yeah. one yeah. four flight attendants for like, I think like a 737 don't quote me on this, but I think around like 199 passengers can fit. Oh. And so we have like a team of four crew right, members. For all those mm-hmm. people. Wow. And so then if they were to put like an extra person, I think you would have to have an extra flight attendant after that. So Just that's that why one it's 199 person. versus okay. like 200. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's kind of weird, but... Um, and that's not including the pilot and co-pilot, right? That's just your... Yeah, that's just yep. the... Um, cool. Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. flight attendants. Um, so where were we? What? Bring me back. <laughs> I like totally lost my train of thought. So Welcome think, to the club. We yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> Squirrel. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Okay, so all this eight-week training. Yeah. And then you... Yay. And then they, they give you like a couple um, test flights, kind of. I, I can't remember the official name, but we basically go with like an instructor and one other person and then they kind of take you through like an actual flight and you sit as a normal passenger you're not allowed to sit on on the jump seat okay. quite yet so you have like a seat with normal but people, yeah they, but yet you're still working right okay. right so you're kind of like observing how they they work and then um like how boarding goes right. and then you actually get to be on the cart so they let mm-hmm. you do that and practice with the passengers passing out drinks and stuff okay. which is like the easy part because i mean at least for me i sure. did i was uh, a waitress and a, like a server pretty much I was gonna say you mm-hmm. seem very social and easy adolescence yeah, yeah yeah so that's what i did for my job so like the customer service that's probably the best though is just to kind of throw you out there see how it goes yeah because yeah, how else would you do it yeah like I mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta just kind of jump in because they had it was really cool and um, in training they had mock ups, they were called and it was like an actual inside of the airplane. So um, you know, there's all different kinds of aircraft. So we had every single aircraft to practice on, cool. which was like the really cool part. I thought one of my favorite parts of training was like really hands on mm-hmm. yeah. learning. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So let's get into some of the the nitty gritty of the job and yeah. and why what we really so so for those of you who have maybe zoned out for a little bit we need you to come back <laughs> and <laughs> they join us. This is what we want you to hear. Yeah. All this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. And I have I have a a couple questions kind of going back to like what I think of a flight attendant like from like back in the day mm-hmm. of like they were I mean we call them stewardess right yeah yeah, Which yeah maybe that's not super great to call people now. yeah we're definitely we're just flight attendants now okay. I I mean I don't take offense to it but there are some like old school more senior we call them mm-hmm. senior mamas uh people who have been here for forever they're like oh no we're not stewardesses anymore yeah, so, yeah. okay definitely okay don't like it. yeah yeah, yeah. Good to know. Good to know. yes and I also feel like like 
and, and this is going back to like watching like Pan or what was it Pan? Pan no, yeah, Pan Am. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it was on Catch Me If You Can, right? Oh, With Leonardo right. DiCaprio, where like yes. you had to be a certain size in order to fit into the uniform. Definitely. And, like, you know, so so do you have certain like like re- uniform requirements? body requirements, like anything like that? Yeah, so um, it, it was kind of intense. I, I heard, um, I mean, I wasn't obviously there to experience all that, but they like even sometimes would measure their wrists and so, like, like so they can get their hands in and out of stuff maybe I, I don't like, know but just cool. just to like be a certain like size and standard yeah because and I think like part of that it definitely was kind of misogynistic yes, but I think sure. part of that in the earlier days went um what was for like safety because airplanes couldn't hold like the the amount of weight that the they do now of people getting in and out of things and reaching in and things mm-hmm. yeah yeah because sense. flight attendants had i think had to be like trained nurses too so oh. like it is really come a long way from mm-hmm. there um yeah we're we're much more diverse especially mm-hmm. in this modern world we yeah. live in um i mean we come in all shapes and sizes we do have like a mandatory um dress code we have to wear okay. certain pieces with like like you have to have a pocket square if you're going to wear like a vest and okay. then you have you so we have like this is a whole nother topic but a whole controversy with our um with our uniforms right now we had purple uniforms and then they were kind of toxic and so now we're transferring over to like gray which is what i'm wearing Okay. Some flight attendants are in just like a black and white uniform mm-hmm. of their own choosing, but you know we want to look nice. We want to look yeah. presentable, right. and so you guys all have to match like the crew. I always feel like they uh, match. No. They do. Maybe I, I don't. Yeah. Maybe it's just. Me. I mean, I think I personally think it looks better that way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, we don't our uniforms it. are are coordinating enough to where we all sure. eventually you can choose from. Eventually, right. we will all match yeah. it, once we get out of this, like the black and white and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your favorite part about being a flight attendant? Like, what do you enjoy the most? I would say um, <laughs> probably the people watching. Yes. It's yeah. like like it, it's funny. People like when they travel, they get so frantic, and our funny like our yeah. catchphrase is like hurry up and wait yeah like what are you so hurried for like you hurry up through through tsa and then you're waiting for your flight to start and then you hurry up through the boarding process and then you're waiting to like get to your next destination so i think people can kind of get frantic and that tends to um come out in different behaviors so it's just it's just kind of funny i think i'm just picturing it in my head yeah and i'm like I think everyone tells you get there so early. Yeah. Because there I mean, could you be don't such a backup. Late. You don't want to be late. Yeah. But there could always be a backup or right. you might get right through. You just never know, right? right? But for me, once I get to the like board, like the gate, I'm like done. I'm like, everybody else get on that plane. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me too. I mean, even yeah. as a passenger, yeah. I like to hang back and yeah. like, I don't, I don't like to be in like a assembly line. Yeah. I yeah. just want to like. Get on and... But literally, as soon as they yeah. start boarding, everyone runs and yeah. there's like yeah. a big line. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I know. It's but, funny. Yeah. So there is... So is that like kind of just what we assume is like there is such a hurry, the, the like hurry and wait, hurry and wait. Is yeah. that like, do you guys sit back and laugh at people? <laughs> yes. I mean, definitely. <laughs> it's you. so funny. People are like, oh my gosh, I need this. I need this. And we're like, we're, we're boarding a plane right now. We have to get 
almost 200 people onto this plane like we we can get you a glass of water in a second like people are like oh i have to take a pill or i have to like whatever and we're like you can just you can just hold off for a sec you know we'll get to you yeah yeah. because we have to you know arrange all the bags and make sure like however many people bring bags on all of those bags fit right, into right. the overhead bins. We only have select space. And right. yeah. so, yeah, it's just. It's, so note to yeah. self people, slow down. Yeah. yeah. When you're Take a breath. On the plane. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So there's all oh, sorts of different fun. stressors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I am a stressor. I, if I could be at the, if I fly tomorrow, if I could be at the airport today, I will. Like, I just want to get there. Yeah. I want to, like, be checked in. I want to find my gate. I want to know what's going on. And then I can sit down and have dinner and have a beer, whatever. Yeah. Like, just yeah. kind of chill, relax. Then at that point, then I, I I don't worry about, like, getting on the plane or anything. I just need to be there. It's, it's getting me. through security, I think, for yes. sure. That and just causes getting the most. there, like, traffic. Right. You know, yeah. all, all of it. it. Um, if the person who's driving me happens to drive, like, slower than molasses, and then I'm, like, sitting there watching the time, like, but come on, I only have five and a half hours. You right. need to drive. <laughs> I only have five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm anxious. If I could come right before my flight would board, I would. And like, if they're like, you only have to what be there 30 minutes prior, I'd be like, okay, cool. I'm in. Yeah. That's when I would nope. show up. Yeah. I hear you say 30 minutes. I hear 90. Yeah. I'm like, okay, perfect. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, like I leave the house probably 90 minutes before um, just to, I mean, we. You don't have to go through security or like. Well, we have a special security. Yeah, Yeah, it's called known crew member. So we we can just kind of get right through. But um, I yeah, we have to report an hour before. So I usually leave like two hours before. And then if I'm actually on a layover, the van usually picks us up like an hour and a half before. So. The van. So they, okay, so this is the stuff that I want to know. It's yeah. like when you're out and about, because like my favorite thing, if I was a flight attendant, I think would be the traveling. But I don't think it's as glamorous as it sounds. It's not, no. I think that's a, a very common misconception. Yeah. yeah. It's not glamorous out. Like sometimes we are, like, sometimes we get delayed and we're sitting in the same airplane with a full plane of passengers for a couple hours and then there's certain rules that go along with that too you have to like feed these people and serve them you know water at least and then maybe between flights we have to sit and like we're like doing a quick turnaround and the cleaners are still on so we have to like sit in the jet bridge that's where you guys all line up and board like onto the plane we have to sit in the jet bridge and eat our lunch or whatever it is like yeah, we've really it's it's not glamorous at all. Right. Like I have my whole life in this bag yeah. and yeah. see that would drive me crazy too. I mean, and if you don't have time, if you didn't bring your own food, then you don't have time to go and stop somewhere, then you're like eating like five bags of pretzels on the plane <laughs> or something. So sometimes that's been my dinner and I just have to be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So funny. Um when you get to cities though, like do you do you ever get to enjoy them? Can you plan it so that, like, say you're going to, like, San Diego and you want to go? I'm actually enjoy. going to San Diego tonight. What? That is oh, so, so weird. Crazy. I don't yeah. know why I chose that. That is so weird. Yeah. So so when I get there, they um, always have transportation for you. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, like, 99% of the time they will have transportation for you. So if you're on, we call them A-days, so access days. They have access to you for three days at a time, like from 11.59 the night before to 
11.59 on the very last day. Um, and so they can kind of like, if someone calls out, they put you on a trip and you're basically on standby. Okay. We So sometimes there's a situation where we've like last minute, it's called rerouted and we're like supposed to be on this one flight, but then they need you for a different flight because there's more high demand for this mm-hmm. and they need you to go somewhere else. So they may not have a hotel room for you right away and they may not have like, transportation for you right away so we always have like a backup it's very very rare that that like will ever happen where they're not you're not taken care of yeah they take care of you yeah but you can always call someone like crew tracking if you're in the middle of a rotation or um crew scheduling they usually know where you're at could you imagine being that crew scheduler no no you're not going there anymore Uh, now you're flying across (laughs) well i mean thank god for cell phones because there was a time where they only had pagers or you had to show up and be where you're at and if you're not there like okay where is this person you know i'm so thankful like the world of technology has has helped us a lot totally yeah but still absolutely but yeah be especially being in like a different state or even a different country at times if they were like okay now you're going here instead of here i'd be like wait what yeah (laughs) that wasn't on my calendar and some people are like so terrified of these a days and because there is that uncertainty you're not like you have no idea where you're for sure on a trip yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah so tonight i'm going to probably get there i have two flights today and um i'll get there at like probably midnight and then i have 19 hours so from the time i get there to the time i leave well, tomorrow nice. you get to sleep yeah. you can sleep and then get up and do a few things and see some stuff yeah so i'll get <laughs> to like night? hang out enjoy yeah. the city Sweet. like there's usually like fun things that i look forward to if i've been on that layover before like yeah, i know oh, i get to go back here yeah usually like the hotel is closer to the water so i can um walk along the bay or whatever it is and um and then i'll take the red eye out tomorrow so yeah so the rotations are jealous i know you (laughs) are no but until all like the red eye you're going to des moines yeah yeah exactly i mean Moines beautiful and some places are like (laughs) (laughs) well there's hidden gems like milwaukee i'm like what the heck milwaukee yeah but it's actually like super fun Yeah. yeah Mm-hmm. Just yeah, a I shout think. out to Milwaukee, the harp in Milwaukee. I had my first car bomb there. <laughs> oh my what? gosh. <laughs> what is a car bomb? Oh, you don't know what a car bomb is, and you're hosting a drinking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's um, Guinness, and then you take a shot of Bailey's and um, Jameson or whatever, any kind of whiskey, really, but. And then it's in a shot glass, and you drop it into the... It's kind of like a Jaeger bomb, but, like, different kind of liquor. It's terrible. It's... I actually do not like Guinness at all. Yeah. But if it's got that shot in it, I will drink it all day long. It, like, makes it a little sweeter. It's it's like coffee. It tastes a little, like, chocolate coffee-ish. Kind of takes the beer taste out of it. We might need to add that onto our to-do list, then. Yeah, they're delicious. Your drinking bucket list. Yeah, yeah. It keeps getting longer as it turns out. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Do you have any more questions for the technical side of it yet? No, like, have you learned everything no, you want to learn? I still want to be one. <laughs> yes. No, I, no, I just kidding. She's going to join you tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So I just um, came back from a real estate conference. So I was just on a flight back from Denver. And I, I, I think I was just more hyper aware knowing that you were going to be, that we were going to be talking this morning. Yeah. Um, and there were a few things that I had noticed. And I'm like, I wonder what all this little stuff like adds up to right like what are the little things that just drive you guys insane so there was there was two instances one 
is like it happened three times on the way there and four times on the way Ooh. back just in this little area that I in where what that I was in mm-hmm. where the flight attendant had to come up and say I need you to put in your earbuds I and never ever would I think to like turn on listening a show your, or watch oh, it oh they like, would watch anything oh, on a tablet and it oh my was gosh. like so loud and I thought this is seven times you're like listening to like a video or something without headphones without in headphones. or something, and they have it turned up so loud because I'm Can sure their ears it? are. Plugged. Could you hear? Oh, was it bu- yeah. Was it driving oh, you crazy? It was driving me absolutely okay. insane. Oh my gosh! I wanted to high five the flight attendant. Yes, <laughs> I'm like praise baby Jesus, thank you. Um, that is like one of our biggest pet peeves, mm-hmm. and I'm sure like other passengers too. Like it, yeah. yeah, it was driving you crazy. So um, if I hear it as a passenger too, because I'm a flight attendant, You're I am right. like hyper aware. Right. Yeah, I like will like. Give make dead eye contact with them like excuse me sir like <laughs> you're ha- Whoa, what's happening yeah but um if i'm if i'm working a flight and i can hear it or somebody's like hey this person doesn't have their headphones i'll actually come on the pa and like oh. make an announcement like whoever doesn't have their headphones in you you need to be using your Smart. headphones because that that to me is disrespectful yeah yeah, yes. yeah. Public, shaming. <laughs> public shaming in my profession works wonders and it's horrible it's horrible there's actually an instagram page that i follow called passenger shaming and so it's just like four flight attendants um yeah it's just like flight attendant jokes like kind of what we deal with but it's it's just hilarious like i mean it's it's horrible judgmental (laughs) (laughs) but like it's really like people maybe reality so they realize yeah it's like things that actual people do so yeah yeah that's great yeah that's definitely um (laughs) okay so remember your earbuds yes because there was even one person like the flight attendant came up very nicely was like we're gonna need you to to use your headphones and they're like i don't have any do you and the flight attendant goes no we're, we're landing in like five minutes. I'm not getting you. I'm not getting you earbuds. So just come prepared. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. That's another thing. I think people like really expect like um, even with like water or a snack like, oh, I well, my do you have anything gluten free? Like my daughter's gluten free. And I'm like, really, you know that she's gluten free. And like yeah, sometimes, right. yeah, we only have cookies or pretzels. Right. And like. Like really, you should be preparing. Right. Like if you have celiacs or what, whatever. Right. Yeah. Like That's you should life, t- like. bring yeah. everything for yourself. Yeah. Like it's not our responsibility. Right. I mean, we will do everything we can sure. to to accommodate. Oh, but do you have a cheese right. stick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or even like you had mentioned earlier, the whole um, oh, can I have a glass of water? I have to take my pill. If you know you have to take a pill, have a glass of water. Why didn't you like? Yeah, there's water fountains around the yeah, like airplane. Well, I think I think that's another thing that like goes along with the franticness. Like people are so like Mm -hmm. in their own world that they don't really remember. Oh yeah, I do need this for myself. Yeah, they don't they don't remember to plan ahead. So I try to give people a little grace. Yeah, Yeah. for me it would be like I don't know what I can and cannot take on the plane. You know what oh. I mean? So, like, once I get through security, obviously I can't take any water or anything through there. Mm-hmm. Right? But once I get through, then I, if I do have a pill to take or something like that, I feel like sometimes I don't know if I can actually bring food that I bought at the airport on the plane. Yeah, and you're absolutely allowed to bring any okay. kind of stuff. Okay. If you bought it, like, through security. Except for alcohol. Um, You're not allowed to drink 
like yeah consume your own alcohol it is actually a huge fine um and um, people do it all the time though and they hand you back their empty (laughs) like here's my tito's shooter like how do they get it though oh they just well sometimes i like can you buy it in the airport somewhere um I, I yes and no at some places i think you can buy it through duty free oh. um but that's only if you're traveling internationally right. um sometimes you tsa isn't as Goodness. on it right. as they you know okay. should Not be gonna lie i've put something in my backpack thinking well if it makes it through great if it doesn't no big deal <laughs> i've had a whole bottle oh of perfume before it was, makes me yeah, feel like it's yeah. so safe <laughs> or even like like that sunscreen you had earlier. Like sometimes it yeah. just gets by. Like I think that sunscreen got pulled out of my backpack and yeah. I played dumb, but I knew because it was like sometimes I in, yeah I bought it on vacation and it was like which is five dollars. So yeah. I'm like oh yeah. gosh, and just I have this full bottle. Yeah, and if they and they caught it, um, so. I not once but twice have accidentally gone through security with a knife. Actually, three times. Well, it depends, I think. (laughs) One was a plastic knife that they called me out on still. What? Yeah. It was serrated, probably. Uh, Probably. Yeah. Another one was a rig, like a, like a, in between a steak knife and a table knife because it was my lunchbox for work that I packed some of the kids' snacks with and I forgot that it It was was in in the front. Oh, yeah. I have reusable silverware with me everywhere I go and I can only bring plastic knives now because um, I think it's like the smaller bases, like, florida stuff like that they like do hardcore security checks and you can't even get through with a butter knife i was like i don't think i i don't have one in my thing and he was like oh no he like kept running it through like there's something in the bottom of your bag and i was like okay you can like dig through it because i have no idea (laughs) what what it is he like sure enough pulled out this butter knife that i had no i had no idea i even had it (laughs) so funny so well so that's the big thing for me is like if i'm eating while i'm at the gate can I bring it on the plane? Can I? Um, you, I, th- I know for, uh, for sure alcohol because I went up to order a drink in Florida when we were coming home this last spring. And they were like, no, you can't take that on a plane. And I'm like, I'm going to need three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll chuck yeah. them right here. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So um, so I know you can't bring alcohol that you bought yes. like at the gate area. But food and water and drink. Food and water, any kind of beverage other than alcohol is welcome. Yeah. Well, one of the other things that happened on my flight, um, well, actually, there's several things, uh, but this one was a lady who brought her animal on the flight, like a little dog or whatever, and kept going back and forth with the flight attendant because the flight attendant kept telling her he needs to be in his carrier and he needs to be under the seat. Yeah. And she like kept letting him out and like doing things and -hmm. and the flight attendant would have to come back and be like, no, ma'am, he needs like... Like four times, I wanted to turn around and go, "Lady, I know what to do with a dog on an <laughs> yeah. airplane, and I don't have a dog on an airplane." Uh-huh. Like seriously, right? And she finally goes, "Well, I don't know what you expect me to do." And the flight attendant goes, "I expect you to follow the rules." And I'm like, "Yeah." Or like, just yeah. don't travel with your animal next time if, if they're keep them in there, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, we have rules in place for a reason because people have abused them in in the past or abused this privilege in yep. the past and so now there has to be a rule and you know we i yeah. one of my horror stories i was going to go into yeah. is actually um about <laughs> um yeah. uh i think it actually was a service animal too but it was a golden retriever so we were like this dog must have been holding it or just ate something and was so sick oh, no. the pilots called and asked 
if we had like basically taken a shit like they could smell it it was at the like the end of first class it was right after first class like not not really even close to the cockpit door and they could smell it through the door (laughs) they could smell it through the door oh oh my god this dog had just projectile it was horrible it was so it was like projectile projectile diarrhea like all over okay so we have like um like different medallion statuses yeah it was like a diamond medallion who was sitting next to this <laughs> person and it all over his briefcase <gasps> and we were just like oh my oh. god just profusely like apologizing the guy who was actually like partially disabled who had this service animals so yeah. he was just horrified of course you know and how do you get rid of the smell it's not like you can open oh. the window and air it out <laughs> thankfully (laughs) this happened like on initial descent so we were like probably this was like anywhere from 35 to 25 minutes until we landed yeah and you guys were like i'm like about to gag just remembering it oh my god and like this isn't our responsibility really to like clean up puke and clean up like but i the guy just was gonna do he was literally like hiding in in the corner like in the wall because he was so mortified and i just you feel for these people so i was like what are you gonna do oh my god i'm so sorry we brought the medallion guy like up to the galley and was like he was like i'm just gonna toss this briefcase just don't even worry about it he was so forgiving which which really helps like he was so understanding but we like went over the top we like gave him some sky miles and like whatever we could to like compensate this guy because right. we just felt horrible but so was this dog not in a kennel and that's no it was it was a well so it was um a golden retriever and usually golden retrievers are like like if they're like the service animals they're totally fine they're like the most well-behaved yeah so we never have issues with them right. um this was kind of like a one-off well and right. he's not it wasn't his fault no situation either. yeah it was not yeah and so um i was just you, yeah, using whatever I could to kind of scrape it up. But then oh, once God. I was like <laughs> gagging from the smell, like oh, literally no, about no, to no, puke myself. Like, I'm not, like, really an empathetic, or a, what is it called? Like, a sympathetic puker. But, like, if I get the smell in my nose, I'm, like, done for. I am. <laughs> You're just thinking about over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we can stop. Um, yeah. So the details of that. (laughs) But we have an actual team, um, like a separate cleaning team um, that comes. So if that happens. Yeah. People. What if I got sick on the plane? People throw up all the time. Like people pee in the seats. There's like a specific. um, (gasps) Cleaning crew. Cleaning crew that comes in and they do like like a more intensive. They don't fly with you though. No. So we have to wait until you land. You just kind of have to sit with it. Like through the flight you just have to stew in your juices well i i mean there's another story that i can kind of just bounce off of that one we had a woman and i don't know if she was intoxicated or what was really happening there but um she was wearing a dress and she like ran to the bathroom and we saw we were like serving the meal too so it was like well no it was like in inappropriate time Uh to be like serving a meal because like there was biohazard that's what it's called the biohazard cleanup team like they come and like specifically deal with biohazard um and she runs to the bathroom and we see there's like 
poop <gasps> smeared on the seat. No. And we were like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And so we kind of like talked to her in the galley. I wasn't the one specifically dealing with it, uh-huh. but the um the flight flight leader who on the flight who is the one handling first class. Mm-hmm. Um she was like talking to the to the lady and then like we had to get like a change of pants out of her like Aww. carry on carry on and like she had to change and like we don't really know what was happening there because I think the lady was just so embarrassed yeah. that oh. she didn't really want to like talk about it yeah. but um yeah we had to like get that cleaned up oh and like God. it was just you know things happen yeah Yeah. i think that's maybe why people get anxious sometimes to be honest like i never really thought about people having issues like i bought a boat this year and i literally had people say that they couldn't come out in the boat because they're like what if i have to pee or poop yeah and i was like well then you get in the water yeah you're not to poop you're not like used to it it's all another story and so i like every time we'd go out into the boat on the boat i was like make sure you go poop before you get on the boat yeah i get nervous people get for sure people get very anxious and then when they get anxious they have to poop well sometimes people don't like to poop in public either and Mm -hmm. so like that's a whole nother stressor right Yeah. Right. If you have to poop in the middle of an airplane. I always had this fear when I was younger that I'd have to go to the bathroom on the airplane and I my butt would like get suctioned cupped to the like <laughs> to the toilet. God. And so, oh, well, yeah. So I wouldn't go to the or bathroom. Or like that on automatic airplane. flusher thing. Yeah. Like yes. yeah, I know kids yeah. I used to babysit like would get like the automatic yeah, they would be like, Oh, I don't want to get sucked in. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that's a normal fear. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yes. you for that. I appreciate so that. <laughs> yeah. That's my <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Too funny. That's funny. Well, so another thing that happened on this flight is I had the worst turbulence I've ever had. Yeah. Like ever. It scary. was scary. Yep. The woman behind me was praying. Kids were oh, crying. Wow. Like it was like my butt came up out of my seat. Mm-hmm. My head hit the side of the plane. Like it was <gasps> oh crazy. Gosh. Yeah, it was really crazy. It, it didn't last for that long. It was yeah. maybe five minutes, but it still was long enough to be like, oh my god are we going down yeah and usually i look to flight attendants but they were already like they had been preparing us for tur- yeah right. they had been preparing us for turbulence for quite some time um so just maybe touch base on that like have you ever been scared during turbulence like how bad does it need to get before you're like oh crap. yeah so i um i don't really get scared like it it really I don't know if this is what people want to hear, but like it takes a lot, a lot, a lot for a plane to come out of the sky. Like it, we're very safe up there, even if there's unstable air. Okay. And um, and it is worse in the summertime, I think, because of the um, the heat mixed with like whatever wind and like sometimes when we go over the mountains, there's just like influx sure. of wind all over the place and that's what causes unstable air um but most of the time i mean if you're strapped in turbulence is very safe i mean Hmm. it doesn't feel safe but you you are safe during turbulence um yeah the only time like planes would come down i mean for the obvious reasons but you say come down like come out of like atmosphere be like like like, like down like a huge loss of altitude okay like from you're you're flying at 35 to thirty nine thousand feet yep pretty standard um and if it goes down in altitude like to take a plane down or like out of the sky per se in air quotes Mm. um like a decompression would have to happen or like 
a loss of an engine or like right. some like major major thing okay. that um would take the plane yeah the so turbulence yeah. for the most part if you're strapped in you're 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 safe it wouldn't be safe if you're not strapped in but that's why yeah. they tell you <laughs> yeah. yeah and so you, could you imagine like you said you came out of your seat if you weren't you could go yet. flying yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, people I have broken their neck sure. like oh, yeah. flown to the ceiling yeah i mean because clear air turbulence is um unexpected turbulence that um just kind of happens out of nowhere and it's usually one big like jolt yeah and then you're like all of a sudden it's like the smoothest air ever and you're like where did that come from and like Weird. Cups are flying everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right. thankfully, I've never experienced that. But yeah, I have. There has been a time I was working with this woman who I think she was flying like 37 years at that point. And we were like in the back holding holding hands across the jump seats, <gasps> like across the aisle from each other because we were like so scared. And she was like, that was the worst turbulence I've ever had. But we were like like back Swing. and forth oh we my were like gosh yeah like the the what's it called the arms the plane yeah the plane wing arms wings. the wings <laughs> <laughs> here i am that's right I, I know the terminology but like the Stop wings you. were like yes. up and down like it was oh, wow. it was oh just horrible gosh. and then they grounded all of the planes after us so we were like oh good okay um, i'm glad we made we it like yeah holy yeah. crap so that's why like you get um warnings from yeah, like updates from from planes who have flown earlier than you. Um, oh. They will kind of give you the forecast of what's up there. Yeah. Okay. That's well. Cool. That makes yeah. sense because the flight attendants were like telling us probably a good twenty minutes leading up to it. Like, <laughs> you know, we do have the seatbelt sign on. We do need to have to you prepare for seats. it. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. were probably told by planes like a certain spot where they might see it. Right. Interesting. They, yeah. They have like a weather radar, and the pilot actually in our briefing before the flight starts, they'll be like, "Hey." about 45 minutes out from the descent we'll have some like moderate uh, turbulence or whatever so hopefully you'll be done with your service by then and be seated okay Okay. well then you can kind of plan when to serve then exactly so well I I also feel like the reminders kept coming because people weren't listening yeah yes that's the other thing so that was kind of one of my maybe public service announcements is if they're telling you to put on your seatbelt I can tell you from personal experience (laughs) yeah save my life yes exactly <laughs> yeah i've been through lots of turbulence yeah yeah, yeah. just go For ahead sure. and listen there's to your a reason tell yeah you. yeah it's funny people think i mean i don't want to sound like rude but people yeah. think they know what what's oh, fine they're doing and yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so this happened to us when we were coming home from florida this last spring my seven-year-old was like where we were we were waiting to drive to the gate, right? So we're sitting there, and we're sitting there. You're for on the. You're taxiing, and yeah, and we weren't even moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said we had to stay in our seats, and my yeah. son was like, "I have to go to the bathroom." Yeah, and I was like, "I don't care what they do. I'm getting them up, and I'm, I'd rather have. We're not moving." Again, me being like, "I know, I know," because I'm the consumer, right? Mm-hmm. But um, he had to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, "It's better than an accident." Yeah. So, um, because we're on the taxiway, like an active taxiway. There is, we are technically liable for anyone to be injured if, you know, while we're moving, they were to fall or whatever. And so um, if somebody does get up and run to the bathroom, what we do is just call the captain like, hey, someone's in the bathroom and they'll either wait or I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll usually just like 
have to stop taxiing. Oh. Um, if they're like on the active like runway, they'll just get off of the runway and then kind of like wait until that person oh, is. Okay. Wow. Um, so that could really delay things. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, so. Go I'm, to the bathroom ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, like, when we give you the. I mean, sometimes it hits you when it hits you. Yeah. But. Um, well, and seven-year-olds are hard, too. Yeah. Right. Like, can you hold it? Because I'm like, he's like, well, how long? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Know. We're taxiing. So and like, sometimes, like, like if you're in Denver, the taxi is, like, obnoxiously long. Yeah. Right. And then if you're going to Minneapolis. It's just it's super quick. quick. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, if you want to try to plan ahead, I would go on initial or final descent when they're like, you know, we're, you have yeah. to have everything stowed, like yeah. t- okay. telling you. Go to the bathroom then. Yeah. I okay. would say that's a good time to go to the bathroom. Good to, good to know. <laughs> yeah. So what are, are there a few other like little tidbits you can throw out to our now 15 listeners um, about what to <laughs> like, how about don't clip your toenails on an airplane? Oh. Like, the, like I heard I somebody really like did that doing... once. I know. Oh I can't even Lord. handle it. Um, or like people taking off their shoes, people making themselves at home, people like what is, yeah. like, what would be your top couple things that people do on an airplane where you're like, please don't ever do this? Um, Yeah. People like to get really comfortable. I mean, we want it to seem comfortable, like, like it is your own home, but not quite to that extent. <laughs> yeah. I would say um, absolutely leave your shoes on. Okay. It's Ooh. disgusting. People go to the bathroom in their bare feet sometimes. And <gasps> oh. we, we are just like, Oh, okay. Um, I mean, you don't want to like micromanage people, but I would like highly recommend against it. Okay. Um, even in your socks, I would say like wear at least some sandals or something because that's. I'll take my son's shoes off when he's sitting in the chair. Oh, yeah. That's totally. I mean, I even take my shoes off just sitting in my seat. Yeah. But, um, I will definitely put them back on to go to the bathroom, (laughs) walking up and down the aisle. Okay. Yeah. Very, very gross. Maybe do your neighbor a solid and smell those feet first before you take those shoes yeah off. For sure. yeah for sure um are in this with you so yeah it's a very small space <laughs> um yeah i would say like don't paint your nails um one it's highly flammable and two like the smell in a confined space is just not yeah i would i would say um wear don't wear like a lot of perfume or cologne oh, yeah. that can be really obnoxious and some people are really sensitive to it um right. Yeah, um, I mean, it's definitely, like, nice when people smell good, but, like, when it's just overwhelming, yeah. it gets to be too much, yeah. In sure. general, just think about how you would Just think about others, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Period, yeah. that's the name of the show. For right? sure. Absolutely. Yeah, listen to your, uh, you know, bring your headphones. Yeah. And it's courtesy. Yeah. Comment well, also, a, th- a big thing, I think, uh, when we are going down the aisle for a service, take your headphones out. Oh. Like, see who's coming. Like, and then don't put them back in until we're done with your row. Yes. You know, because I'm like sitting there repeating myself, like, and they're like, oh, what? And then, as if they don't see you coming. Yeah. Right. And then the first thing they do, it's kind of funny, they pull her mask down and then they still can't hear me. So it's, oh I don't know gosh. why that's the first thing huh. that. Interesting. Yeah. So, so they want you to. I don't know. They remove their mask first. It's just like a ha- like like everyone does it. Yeah. Like that's just the first thing they go to. Interesting. So yeah, that probably just has something to do with reading lips and whatever. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually that's something with the masks I notice. One, I can't hear people. Yep. And two, 
We read lips. We read lips. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. So I saved a couple memes. So here's one. Um, (laughs) I have so many fun ones, too. I can only imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a flight attendant. No, I'm not flirting with you. And no, I don't want to join the Mile High Club. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm just doing my job. Yes. I can only imagine how, like, anybody who's had a few drinks. Oh, my God. Getting, like, batty-eyed or whatever. Like Totally. Well, okay. So if I've learned one thing in this job, it is how to be confrontational. And, like, I just, like, don't give a yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah. anymore. I'm just like, this yeah. is how it is. These are the rules. And yeah. you have to. Yeah. yeah. These people yeah. Walk over you have you. to set those boundaries. Yeah. And, like, you can come at them in a very polite way. But then, like, when they get to the point where they are belligerent. Yeah. And yeah. crossing those boundaries, then then, yeah, I can get a little bit um, more firm with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then people think you're being rude. No, I wasn't flirting before. I was just being nice. And right. and now I'm, mm-hmm. you know, setting you, putting you in your place. Yeah, <laughs> right. Totally. Because, right. like, ultimately, we are here for safety. Like, it's, yeah. yes. it, we have to be safe. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, we can have fun, definitely. I love to, like, sure. joke around and converse with, like, passengers but but at the same time you're working and Mm -hmm. our your biggest concern is our safety yeah safety first of course you're gonna be semi-serious yeah 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 Yeah. absolutely Mm -hmm. um the other one i have is please please step into the galley and do your yoga stretches or your stretches and yoga poses no said no flight attendant ever (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i'm all for people like stretching you're welcome to like walk up and down the aisles just as long as like we don't have the cart in the aisles or anything um, to kind of stretch out and stuff. But, like, people just like to come and, like, hang out in the galley. And, like, that's our space. Like, we don't have anywhere else to go. Like, your space is your seat and our space is our galley. So, like, like, you're back in the kitchen pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Get out of my kitchen. For example, would you ever walk back there? Be like, how's my food coming? What's going on? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, like, usually the bathroom is like right next to the galley or in the galley. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, when you go to the bathroom, um, you can do a little like one, two stretch with your yep. arms or whatever back. Right. And then, yeah, pr- pretty much like get back to your seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I find myself in the galley while I'm waiting for Miles to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So, yeah. And, then yeah. I'm like, and so oh, that's sorry. your time. Yeah. That's your time to stretch. But yeah. like, I mean, usually it's really, really depends on the flight attendant. I don't normally like have a huge problem with it yeah just as long as you're not like overstaying your welcome right right like feel free to get up and stretch i i know i have super long legs i can't sit down for mm-hmm. a ton of time yeah like long periods of time i mean and so i have to stretch too so i yeah. get it i'm human you're human but stand up in your seat go to yeah. the aisle mm-hmm. for sure yep mm-hmm. um so there are i feel like in this in your job, there's there's kind of two different things I wanted to address. And one of them is kind of like the little things that kind of add up and, and how just at, in general, over the course of time, people can just be better passengers mm-hmm. and just kind of respect you guys a little bit more and what you're actually there to do for us. Um, the other aspect of it is in this new world that we're in, people's tensions are running high. People feel very strongly one way or the other mm-hmm. about um, have, like having mask mandates and all of that. Um, and so I feel like we just, we can't end the podcast without touching base on kind of what you guys go through on a daily basis. Cause we all see the crazy videos of the crazy passengers that are needing to be duct taped to seats or right. are losing their mind on flight attendants. Like no matter where anybody stands on masks, it's not, 
your like you could be all for masks or against masks it doesn't matter it's not your choice right to like don't this. don't shoot the messenger yes like it, but you still have to do your job right and one thing um i was listening to a podcast um in research for today and i do want to give them a little shout out of um what it, the podcast is called what a day and they did a, a, a episode where they interviewed a flight attendant who is part of like the flight attendant union or she oversaw the union or, or something like that. Okay. And um, what she had mentioned that I found super interesting is that just after that there is this whole um, self-defense class that flight attendants can take. Mm-hmm. And it was implemented after 9-11 to help combat terrorists. And it is currently being used more. Um, and flight attendants are being encouraged to take this. Not because of terrorists. I mean, obviously that that but is an COVID. aspect of it, but it's for crazy people getting the ba- on flights. Behaviors yeah. that have kind of arisen out of this like pandemic that yeah. we've experienced. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. The um, well, so what I've noticed is um, on a normal basis before this all happened, the pandemic. I mean, um, we were getting a lot of like business passengers, and so they knew how to fly. They know what they want. They tell you what they want, and then they pretty much want to just be left alone. Yeah. And um, now I think the clientele of passengers is changing. Okay. And so that may be why, I mean, along with all the pressures of the pandemic yeah. as well, but um, our, I think it was something like 40% of our um, business uh, passengers, our corporate travel is left. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, because they're not traveling. Right. Yeah. Right. Because they can work from home or and they can Zoom. over the, yeah, over the yeah. phone. Yeah. And so I think our clientele has changed. Mm-hmm. And so that's why maybe a lot of um, these challenges have also, I'm noticing people because flights at, at one point or another were inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And so people who have maybe not ever traveled in, 15 years yeah. are flying again. Now jumping on right. board again. Yeah. 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 And so I don't know really what um, causes it. That's kind of my theory, maybe why it's more prevalent um, right now. But um, I feel a tension in the air. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and it's not only passengers, like definitely with other crew members that I've worked with. Okay. I'm like, whoa, like, wh- you know, why, why do you feel the need Thanks to micromanage us. like mm-hmm. everyone else on the crew or why? What's with the negative attitude? You know, right. like we're all just trying our all best here. here. Like right. we, if anything, we're the face of the airline and we need to be like the positive ones. You definitely are. are. You definitely yeah. are. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think the thing that like I tr- I try to do, I, I have tried to do in the past with my jobs is like not bringing my personal life to work. And so it always makes me wonder uh, with a psychology background, that's what I studied in sure. school, like okay, what are these people dealing with, specifically crew members or or passengers even? Like, mm-hmm. what are they dealing with at home or going through at home to where they, like, can't let it go mm-hmm. and, like, separate work from, like, personal life? Right, right. You know, they must be going through some something really hard. Yep. And, like, we're all going through a pandemic, For so sure. well, whatever's on top general, of that. Whether it's you're flying or whatever, I just think in general, like, we talked a couple weeks ago about um, – road rage yeah and it's like try to remember what other people are thinking like i do a lot of i barely ever listen to my radio in the car Mm -hmm. and if i do it's k-fan shout out (laughs) but i sometimes literally don't listen to anything and that's when i do my best thinking Mm -hmm. 
And sometimes if people are driving and thinking, or if they're a passenger, they may not be thinking about what's going on around them and right. tunnel vision because they have something going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I'm like so into like my podcast or yeah. something. Yeah. Like I was about in tears on my way over here because I was like so inspired by, um, I was listening to the the Power of a High Five by oh. Ed Milet and um, I think Mel, Mel Robbins or something like that. But like she was just telling some stories at the end and I was like, oh my gosh. And then I was like, oh wait, I'm like driving right now. <laughs> yeah, I need yeah, to like, you, like forget what pay you're attention doing. to the right, road. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So I think, I mean, I think it's kind of obvious on what the angry people need to do. They just need to maybe take a breath yeah. and realize that, you know, everybody's just normal people like them and that you guys are just enforcing the rules. Right. But do you have any advice for the rest of us who are like taking a breath, who aren't freaking out so like Mm -hmm. me as a passenger watching somebody else freaking out is there something the rest of us can do to help you i would say um just stay calm staying like keeping a very calm environment um that's like what we're trained to i guess how we're trained to handle situations um Mm -hmm. in training well not only to be a situationally aware kind of like what everyone else is doing and re- read the room per se. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, we don't want the situation to be escalated. Right. And mm-hmm. so, uh, I mean, we don't, unless we ask for like, say medical help right. or something like that, right. stay out of it. Okay. Got we it. usually can handle it. Um, and yeah, we don't, we just don't want the, the situation escalating to anything right. more than it needs to be. Right. Okay. Usually people are just, um, Again, anxious, frantic, like, like it's coming from a somewhere, uh, a feeling of like lack of control, I guess. And so most of the time it's not a dangerous, like threatening situation. It's more just like Mm -hmm. this person and Mm -hmm. situation needs to be de-escalated. Right. I just had a person on our, the last flight I was on, a guy did not want to wear his mask and she asked him three times to put it on. And then I think a few people just chimed in around and were like, dude, just put your mask on. Like, how yeah. hard is it? And um, he, it kind of like revved him up. Yeah. And so then it got a little bit worse because yeah. other people chimed in and it wasn't just her. And she wasn't around. Like, she obviously would be like, please put your mask on. Or I think he had it on, but it wasn't over his nose. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it got worse when people, other people around were kind of, then he was like, oh, you guys are all paying attention and know what's going on here and then he yeah he everyone's watching me yeah he didn't do anything but i just don't understand why it takes somebody to ask somebody to do something three or four times yeah i know it's funny like we are grown adults yeah like and and we still act like toddlers yeah. so yeah i mean that is like the same as a screaming two-year-old in the back to me yeah. i mean in our eyes we're like Come on, just like sit down, shut up, follow the rules. Yeah, <laughs> like, we, you're delaying the rest of us in yeah, the nicest just, way possible. Well, yeah, yeah right. just like make it easier on everyone. This isn't like a, like, yeah, a, we're not stripping your rights away from you. No. Like we just, we just want to get to your destination right yep. safely yep. as possible. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same as putting your tray up and your seat back for yeah. like right. Upright. It's for like, safety. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the it's it's the exact same because in the event of an emergency, like. We need to get out. So right. like, yeah. And people ask me, like, why? Why why do I have to put my bag under my seat all the way? Or like, why do I have to like put my and I just, you know, explain so the the person behind you can 
like or the person next to you can get out of the seat as well you know Mm -hmm. we're all trying to survive here right yeah yep there's literally 199 people Mm -hmm. on that airplane that need to get off in a short amount of time yeah something were to kind of like morbid but it's like the truth of the matter Yeah. yeah It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So not during turbulence, though. Right. Yeah. So nobody's. <laughs> <Same> <laughs> or yeah. while you're taxiing. Yeah. Save your seat. There you Save go. Your seat. Perfect. <laughs> um, Do you have any other words of wisdom or yeah. anything else that you want now the rest of the world to know of? Yeah. Well, and that was going to be one of my questions is like if there's somebody listening that is thinking about being a flight attendant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Specifically me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Live um, out your dreams. <laughs> you can pass your clients. Yeah. To me. Word That's of okay. advice <laughs> to anybody that might want to be a flight attendant or. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of. Uh, there's like really good and and like pros and cons to yeah. every job, you know, but yeah. um, I would say it's it's really physically taxing. Um, like closing bins, that's like pretty hard on your shoulders. I would mm-hmm. say like it, you have to be ready for it. You yeah. have to be like, I would say ready for growth. Like mm-hmm. I was not about confrontation. Like I was not, mm. I hated it before mm-hmm. I started this job. And now I'm like, uh, like pretty mess confident. with me. Yeah. 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 So I think like I've learned so much from this job, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, to be honest for me personally, it's not like what fulfills me and it's it's a really easy job to master and like but you're you're making small talk every day you're meeting brand new crews every single day well that's the thing too is like you guys aren't on the same crew every single trip yeah yeah like you're meeting new people that you work with every day yeah and that can be exhausting yeah Yeah. so like if one thing like you're gonna be tired like i like i'm exhausted yeah a lot of the time your body definitely gets used to like the flying aspect going up sure. and down in alti- altitude like so often but um but it really is fun you have to like it it, it makes you creative i think mm-hmm. and more innovative in a lot of ways because you learn to okay i only have these these tools on the plane and i have this problem like these tools right? won't fix yep. that so now you have to kind of like jimmy rig something to yeah. Yeah. make something work so um it it helps you like work better as a team. I think yep. if you're if you're open minded and willing to to like grow in that to way. Learn. So yeah. right. So right. Yeah. yeah, I think those are my 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 biggest takeaways from the job specifically. But like, just I think be kind yeah. to yeah. everyone. That's like well, that's the, part of the reason why we wanted to have you on yeah. because it's definitely some pe- people run into flight right. attendants. Often. Mm-hmm. It's a really thankless job, yeah, I would is. say. I would totally and so, agree. Well, I'm like, it's so sad, but I'm like shocked when people ask me how I am. Like, oh. how was your day? And I'm like, oh, oh, how am I? Thank oh. you. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm constantly taking care of everyone else. I'm saying yes. hello and yep. goodbye and how are you to yeah. 200 uh-huh. people on just one flight. And so if I have three or four flights a day, you got to find the joy in it. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. So... I guess tell us a little bit more. One of the things that maybe you thought was super great about the job is the schedule. Yeah, so um, it it ironically like gives me a lot of flexibility. But um, I mean, as far as like swapping with other flight attendants, usually there's somebody who wants what you don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, especially before COVID, I found that to be true. Um, it was like my dream job because I had. My dream schedule. I got every weekend off with Cody and, yeah. you know, I 
I could just pretty much work it to have the days off that I wanted. Yep. But um, on the flip side, you have to be willing to sacrifice, say, you know, November and December are the busiest months. Everyone wants Christmas off. For Everyone sure. wants Thanksgiving off. You right. know, and people are and traveling. So, a lot of people are traveling. Yeah, so there's probably right. Extra flights. And it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot harder to get off. And um, everything in this job is like seniority order. And so, as long as you've been here, you have more seniority. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may not, especially at my, I call it juniority, um, my <laughs> level here. Um, only two and a half years in, I may not always get for what I bid for. Sure. So um, you have to kind of be willing to sacrifice some of those weekends and mm. holidays and events. I'm you out. Know. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Baby showers <laughs> and Her birthdays. Her are crushed. Yep. crushed. I, <laughs> I mean, there's like some people are very, very helpful and can help you out one month if you're like sure. able to help them out. But um, yeah. yeah, you kind of have to. Mm-hmm. be in that mindset like I'm I'm always in the mindset that like okay these are just tentative plans and it may not always work sure which, right it's oh, really hard, hard on your the family, family too yes to exactly what I was gonna mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. I know like it was it's it's been really hard especially like balancing between your my family, family and Cody's. Live here. my family lives in Washington and yeah. then Cody's family lives in Massachusetts yeah so like we're balancing the other side <laughs> yeah. of the country yeah and that's so, already hard much less throwing yeah. in your schedule in there. Yeah. yeah, so you have to be willing to be be yeah be ready to miss you have out to on be some stuff. Will, yeah, yeah be willing to sacrifice, but yeah. but it does have perks to right. it. Perks. I mean, we have all our our benefits. Ooh, we have on that note. Where's your favorite place that you've had a layover? Ooh. Oh man, man! People ask me that, and it's it's a really hard question to answer <laughs> because there's so many like Milwaukee. Yeah. Random, where you're like, <laughs> like me and my roommate, uh, one of my best friends, Nicole, she um, is a flight attendant too, obviously. Yep. And we went to Milwaukee together and we just had a super fun time. Yep. And um, then I've also been to like, like on one of those standby days, I got sent to San Juan, Puerto Aww. Rico. And that's like super rare at my juniority yeah. <laughs> okay. to, to get trips like that. And so um, I get like... I get a lot of cool random places that yeah. that it's hard to just pick one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Are you mostly United States or do you do is there is that does that get did the trips get better, I guess, that you get to go on yeah. the longer you're Yeah, so there's definitely like good and bad domestic trips. Yep. And then there's also like um I don't know if there's good and bad uh, internationals, but you kind of like prefer internationals or you don't. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and I I love internationals. Um, I've done probably like a handful or maybe like I could probably count on 10 fingers the amount of internationals that I've done. Um, And it's just like a lot harder to get because it's one leg there, one leg back with like either 24 or 48 hour layover in wherever like, yeah, wherever that city is. Um, And so usually like the senior mamas like to to do that because you're making more money, but like having a whole lot less of uh, flights. Yeah. So, like, the hardest part is boarding, deplaning, and when you're only doing that once yep. or twice on a trip, that, like, because you're not getting paid during boarding. Like, you know, we're just standing there at the boarding, which is arguably the most challenging part of the job is the boarding process. Um, and we're only getting paid, it's called per diem. So I think ours is, like, two dollars and 
30 cents or something per hour. So, like, from the time you check in to the time you release your from your trip. Um, and then you have, like, flight hours, like okay. flight pay. So it's like – Oh, that's true. I was going to say – It's, like, a very complicated system. system. But, <laughs> but yeah, like we're it. not technically getting flight pay, um, which is our hourly, you know, yeah. um, for that boarding process, so mm. – yeah, and that's so. an annoying process. Yeah, it's what you're, so not, so you're not getting paid to like move bags around and shut the door. It's doors like whatever and... the two dollars and thirty cents. Oh wow! Or, yeah, wow. and it's only it's like a thirty minute. So when the process. doors shut and the plane takes off, then you get stuck yeah. Once paid the doors shut, hours, you start getting hourly. paid, and then once the doors reopened, you stop getting paid. Like that's crazy. like that's not you're stop still, getting paid, you're but literally you... getting paid like a dollar and fifteen cents to help people board. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! That's I know, crazy. I know. It's like a pretty, like widely no one would know that annoying no. thing across airlines that right. like flight attendants are like, oh yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. a it's a very annoying process. Yeah, huh. weird. That's interesting. A yeah, bit. yeah. I would never guess that. Nope. All right, you got one final question yeah. for her. So just to kind of wrap it up, just to get off of the topic. Um, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would you have dinner with? Can they be make-believe? Sure. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Okay. So um, so my first one to kind of describe that, I'm reading the series, the A to Z Mysteries by Sue Grafton. Mm. Okay. And the main character, uh, her name is Kinsey Milholm. She's a private investigator. Ooh. And she's like not really relatable like she's just quirky enough to where you're like i would like to be friends with this girl like she's like super cool but she's also like really badass because she's a private investigator and so she's like she like discovers things that like other characters in the book don't Mm. and so i don't know they're just they're really fun easy reads Mm. and so me and my mom are like reading that series right now and yeah, kind of random one, but um, like yeah, I would one. like to be friends with her. I would like yeah. to have dinner with her. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, then Miley Cyrus. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was on recording, but um, I said earlier, she's like my spirit animal. <laughs> I think she's just so like real and raw, mm-hmm. and I would like love to hear her perspective on life. Yeah, I want to like, hear. I want to hear what how her brain works. Yeah, like, I want to like. Yeah. yeah, definitely. She'd yeah. be one of those people. She's like such a talented person, mm-hmm. but yes. she like gives no fucks yeah <laughs> like she totally just like says it how it is and like yep. is her true authentic self yeah and, like, yeah yeah um yeah i like listen to her on the call her daddy podcast oh. i don't know if you guys have heard of no, that but no. i don't know how i feel about the podcast in general but i was like oh miley cyrus i have to listen to this one yeah yeah um but yeah just the way she was talking i think it was like kind of a, about her sexuality and mm-hmm. stuff like that i was like Wow, she's like just being really authentic, and yep. so I, I just cool. resonated with it and mm-hmm. yeah. love her. But nice. um, I think another, um, I really like like creative, like yeah, creative, um, unique people, mm-hmm. and I think Lady Gaga is like one of those. Yeah. And so um, I would love to sit down and yeah, pick her brain. Yes, she's That's not only sure. like super talented, but like singer and i think she's a really inspirational person um she's kind of like started a not like not like real movements but like she's kind of started like movements like with her 
meet costume yeah. at one yeah. of, like, I don't know if it was, like, the Met Gala or yeah. the yeah. VMAs or whatever She's definitely it was. very vocal about her. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, stuff. she's just, and, yeah, again, very authentic. So, like, yep. anyone who's just, like, a real true-to-themselves person, right. mm-hmm. I think I would like to sit down and awesome. have I a like conversation it. with. Yeah, like that would be a yeah. really good, be a good dinner. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for joining us. Of yes, course. Thank yeah. awesome. Thanks for having we me. We could be here, like we said earlier, we could probably oh, we could talk yes, for hours, I, I know. just keep going and going, but we appreciate you. We'll go to happy hour and do that. <laughs> totally. <laughs> for sure. We hope you have a fabulous flight. Yeah, uh, get our drink on. Yes, yes. yes. Not <laughs> on the flight. No. no. After well, the flight. Yeah. It's illegal. <laughs> oh. I will be arrested. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Not us. We can drink Don't all drink we want on the plane. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I will serve you. also on that podcast that if you're being unruly and have to be taken off or have to be dealt with, it could be 20 years in prison. It, whoa. <laughs> so just, I don't even know if I knew that. But. So just just so everybody out there is aware. Yeah. It's like if you are, yeah, you can be like blacklisted yeah. from airlines. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, just besides wanting to be a good person and not being right. a total twat waffle. Total. <laughs> <laughs> <A> douche nozzle. <laughs> Okay, I like that one too. Just do it for your own safety and, you know, keep yourself out of jail. Just be a normal person. Yep. Whatever that might be. But, (laughs) yep. All right. So everybody's going to raise their glass and cheers to flight attendants everywhere. Thank you for bringing us Diet Cokes and keeping us safe in the air. We're sorry you put up with so much BS and pull out all your hair. (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh. Diet Cokes are arch nemesis. so funny Uh, cheers yay thanks so much cheers don't want the party to end come get social with us you can find us on facebook at do you need a drink or send us an email at podcast at do you need a drink.com and be sure to invite your friends and if you love today's episode or even just night of do you need a drink there's more fun to be had so be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss a thing (laughs) 